Glory to God. You are welcome to gifts and calling. Amen. Did I hear you shout? <laughs> All right. Amen. He is good. Amen. When I ended uh, last Tuesday asking this question, amen, so we should go and think about it. So I intend to just pick it up from there this evening. See how God's going to lead us. I'm trusting God will we enter into the specific very soon. At least before I travel, amen. amen. Glory to God. So I don't know if you remember the question I asked, amen. Who can remind me the question I asked? I say think about it till next week. Okay, I don't have any, I need my time, amen. So, <laughs> I say that the sin of King Saul in comparison to the sin of King David. King Saul was to wait for what's his name? Somewhere to come and make sacrifices. And also, God had asked him that they should destroy the whole, the whole people, the king, every animal in the land. They should destroy everything. And so now kept back some of the fattest of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the land to sacrifice to God. And also, he was not patient to wait for Samuel. <clears throat> and he sacrificed, he made the sacrifices and Samuel now came. Amen. I say Amen. That was the sin of King Saul. And because of this sin, right, he lost the kingdom. He actually lost the kingdom. So he and Jonathan, his son, died in the battlefield. I mean, that, that is not supposed to happen. I mean, that one of the, one of the, how will I say, the most tragic thing. Yeah, thank you. That will happen. I mean, David lamented, amen, in the, in the spirit. He said, how are the mighty fallen? Right? It refers to the anointed as the beauty of Israel, amen. But then, David himself, right, this was his own sin, right? When they were fighting war, he was at home, right? And in the cool of the evening, he went to the back of his house, right? And uh, he saw Bathsheba taking his bath, right? And he sent for Bathsheba, even though he was one of the wife of uh, the king. I mean, sorry, one of the wife of the soldiers fighting for him. So he went, slept with the lady, and the lady got pregnant. So when the lady told him that she was pregnant, David sent for his husband. And when the husband came, he asked him about how it was happening in the battleground. Husband told him, you know, I said, Go home, relax with your wife, right? And tomorrow you can go, come, I'll send you. And I say, Oga, how? We are regular soldiers. Uh, my people are there fighting. It's not a time to go and be sleeping with my wife and relaxing my wife. David tried to persuade him, he refused to go. David now gave him drink. Think that he will get him drunk, he will go. The guy got drunk but was still in this white man. He just stayed by the king's guard there. In front of the palace and slept, slept there. So in the morning, when David woke up, he asked the, the, the palace guy, said, What am I doing? Did I go? He said, No, guy, the guy didn't go. Man. This guy said, Man, this guy's lawyer. He's, he slept with us. 
David now went back and wrote a letter that you put him in front of the battlefield, amen, so that he will be killed. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So he was put in front of the battlefield and he died. And the moment he died, the lady, Bathsheba, right, moved in with David. So Prophet Nathan came. God spoke to the Prophet Nathan. Prophet Nathan came and told David, I said, David, I have a story to tell you. That there is this man that have so many ships and so many goods, so many of them, right? And there's this other one that have only one. My bad. He and this one sleep on the same bed. Took the milk of this one. Are you still with me? Said, so while this guy was hungry, I needed to, to entertain his friends. He went and took the one the one ship of this other man, leaving his own, and came and killed it, and gave it to a friend. David was angry. I mean, David was mad. Say, eh? Somebody like that is in this my kingdom. Ha! The person must die. So long I'm the king, so long I'm the king, sun will not go down. I will have the person's head. Let us say, it's you I'm talking about. <laughs> you see, David had already passed judgment against his sin. Are you still with me? He has passed judgment against his sin. And he has said categorically that the judgment is death. So this is my question. And I want you guys to listen to me very carefully. Amen. Are we ready? So who can answer me? Why was Saul's sin much more grievous than David? I told you guys to think about it. Okay, let's be honest. Let's start with one plus one, two. How many of you can even talk about it? Okay, one, two. If you have not raised your hand like that, raise like that. Okay. How many of you, you think you have an answer? Okay. What? Two of them to obey God. Obey there, obey there. Let me see, I am going to sell this to me. <laughs> direct disobedient. Both of them are direct disobedient. The law actually said that you should not convert your, your neighbor's wife. And David was under the law. It was so clear. It's part of the, one of the ten big ones. <laughs> yes, the ten big ones. Eh? David, what? David got mercy. David hope was in God's mercy, but source was not. So did call God's mercy. God, God, he repent. Eh? We are here, okay. Pastor Dua. No, speak out loud, I can hear you. 
saw best with the sacrifice, which was separated. Okay, yes, yeah. I think you, you know, on, on Tuesday, I say I entered it a little bit. And I think I, maybe, maybe that didn't hear, but I think it's in the right part. Who else wants to talk on this side? You know, you do. You have the answer. Okay, see, go ahead. Yes. Saul broke rank. Saul broke rank. Now, I, I'm not saying that the sin of adultery under the law, right, was not grievous. David himself, I told you, David himself passed the sentence that such a man must die. So the sentence was, David passed it and that is correct. Such a man must die. According to the law, you die. According to the law, if you kill a man, no blood ransom for you, but your own blood. So, if it's the judgment of the sin, it was death. But what I'm talking about, David did not lost his throne. But I'll just say something which is actually very true. There's something about mercy there which we have talked about, talk about. And but I don't say something. We didn't really see much of repentance with Samuel, with Saul, pardon me. But the moment they told David, the moment he turned upon David, he cried out for mercy. But though he cried out for mercy, that is why he had the revelation of what? Of a group of people whom sin would not be credited. Are you still with me? So even though he cried out for mercy, the sin was credited. Even though he cried out for mercy, sin was still credited. Are you still with me? Keep following me. Amen. Sin was still credited. You know, do you know that they, actually, David's judgment in a way came upon him. Because um, he killed, uh, he killed uh, Uriah. He lost his baby. Amen. Because of his sin. Uh, what's his name? Axelom. Before Axelom, one raped the sister. Right? I'm already the sister. Axelom yanked him out. Amen. Then Axelom started rebelling. And also, uh, Then the commander of horse now killed him. It was still part of. It, it, that is where he understood that. Listen, listen, listen. Even no matter how he repented, right? The sin was still credited. But that is the blessing we have on that grace. Amen. Amen. He, he, he prophesied, they blessed are those whom sin are not what imputed. He saw a group of people on that grace that, yeah, you saw me, thank you, sir, that their sins are not credited against them. They are remitted. But let's go back, let's go back to what we're saying. I mean, I didn't want to say that. I'm not saying his sin was not, or, or not grievous, but I want to say that. Now, Samuel, I mean, Saul, Saul broke rank. We're talking about gift and calling. Saul broke rank. You see, they are, they are, God put people in his place. 
There's order. Do you know Samuel was an anointed. Saul was an anointed. Remember, under the Old Testament, the anointed come upon the king, the prophet, and the priest. They, they, this set of people have the anointed upon. We are so blessed. We all have an anointing upon us. I did hear somebody say amen. amen. They have an anointing upon them, but yet, with the anointing upon them, right, there's what? Can I say division of labor? There's division of labor. David, what God anointed Saul to do as a king, somewhere cannot do as a prophet. Are you still with me? And what God anointed Samuel to do as a prophet, David, I mean, Saul cannot do as a king. And both of them cannot do what the priests are supposed to do. And the priests cannot do what they are supposed to do. We don't break ranks. Let me say it again. We don't break ranks. We don't. That is what cost him. There was disobedience there. But that was not. It said sin of disobedience is as a sin of witchcraft. So disobedience is what? Manipulation. Manipulation. I say what? Manipulation. But that was not what got his throne. What got his throne was taking the place of what? Samuel. The prophet, yes. Taking the place of Samuel the prophet. And and you know he said that oh the the people the people were they were pushing me, pushing me. Hey, people don't push you. No. People don't push you. You can't say that there, oh Samuel was late. You know Samuel was late. Samuel was late. You can't say that ah, he's, he's, why is he late? I am, I am also anointed. Let me do it. No. You cannot, you cannot second guess those who are leaders in their places. No, you can't. In the sight of God, you will not be right. Glory to God. Do you know that? Do you know that Moses was a prophet? Do you know that Miriam was a prophet? The sister. And Aaron was a high priest. There are not just about three of them. Among the three of them, Moses was the youngest. Right? But Moses... Is the one that God has chosen. It's not in age. Moses is the one that God chose to lead the children of Israel. So, they, his, his brothers and sister and elders one were there. And the time came, they spoke and said, ah, come on, look, you are not the only one anointed. Even we too, we are anointed. The second guess. You know, the only thing that spared Aaron, the only thing that spared Aaron was that he was the high priest. The anointing of the high priest, right, protected him. The high priest cannot 
be a leper. Can't. Can't. I know, you know, leprosy, leprosy, right, is a type of what? Sin. When you look at it in the New Testament. Are you still with me? So the anointing protected him. That is the reason why he did not become a leper. They not just a high priest. Because no, no, no. The high priest of the nation, no. Cannot be a leper. No. 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 But Miriam, who was not the high priest, right, became a leper. And guess what? Moses, who is the leader, say he's not moving until his sister recovers. Do you know that they, they all stayed in Israel? 2.5 million, 3 million people did not move because of one lady. They didn't move. When God healed her, he had to, she was put out of the, according to the law, she was put out of the camp and she had to do all the ceremony. Seven days, everything for her to be accepted. And Moses said at that time, it's not weird. Guess what? The cloud did not move and the fire did not move. It means that the, fire, the, the Holy Ghost respected Moses' view as a prophet. He wouldn't leave his sister behind. Believe me, the saving grace of Miriam was that he was Moses' sister. That is it too. If you only Moses' sister, the whole Israel would have left that person behind. All that people that rebelled against Moses, what happened? The ground opened up and swallowed them. It opened up and swallowed them. They didn't become leper. God said, shut up. That was all. Amen. I know some people are hearing me. Don't, don't break ranks. One of the prophecies, uh, it is uh, uh, like, we do not break ranks. Don't break ranks. Don't, don't second guess. Right? Don't, don't feel that oh, you are too anointed beyond your leaders. Say amen, I'm pretty well. You will lose it. You can see examples of people like that. From the way to the New Testament, Alexander the Capacity have done us much evil. These were people that were in the places, in the churches that Paul was ministering. Maybe, maybe Paul even got them born again. But now, right, they felt that they know better. He said that he had withstood our words. He was opposing, literally opposing the teachings of Paul. He said he had done us much evil. Let the Lord reward him according to his deeds. Are you still with me? According to his deeds. So, don't during the, the television um, shooting, right, we ended up talking about, about Grace a little bit. And she, uh, Lydia asked me, said, well, 
But a lot of people say, oh, my sins are forgiven. Right? So, there are no consequences. I say, yes, your sins are forgiven. Right? You will go to heaven. But there are consequences for what you do here on earth. Uh-huh. There are consequences for what you do here on earth. And they say that in the book of Hebrews, say some people sin. It, they, it goes after them. So, you see, sin is a sin. Sin is sin, right? But there are some that stand strong in the sight of God. Now, amen has gone now. Glory to God. Yes, let's go back in. Let's go back to our, the Old Testament chapter and talk to the new, right? Adultery is a sin. Murder is a sin. Right? Those two came under the Ten Commandments. Guess what? Breaking of ranks did not come under the Ten Commandments. But that received a swift judgment. Amen. Amen. Can I even say that, that he doesn't know, but he has come to square that some of the sins that look like a and inward sin, to me that like maybe malice against my fellow brother, right? Speaking against an anointed sin to get God's judgment faster than the sins like adultery and killing. Amen. Be careful how you stand. And the New Testament said that. Particularly when they come to what gifts are calling. You do not mess around with holy things. Don't be a profane person. Now, let me combine both Sunday and Tuesday message together. Amen. Don't be a profane person. Have value for spiritual things. Spiritual authorities. Spiritual leadership. Now, let me say one more thing before we move on. When, when um, Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses, they came against Moses because it's interesting. Moses was a lawgiver, right? But then, Moses was breaking the law by marrying outside Israel. Amen. So, it was not, do what I do. It was do what I say. It was do what I say. Uh-uh. So, honestly, in that, Moses was wrong. But when they spoke against it, God didn't take it lightly with them. You know, a lot of times people have this, have this, um, this attitude. Right? Eh, but then, let me use you as an example. I'm testing you. Eh, but the bear is wrong. What he did was wrong. Start talking. Right? Eh, eh, eh. Right? He starts as what? As an anointed. Amen. Say amen. You want to say amen. amen. If you don't want to say, you'll say, oh, oh, I'm in trouble. Not you'll say, oh, me. You'll say, I'm in trouble. Amen. Amen. You are painting a picture as though. That as though ministers can do anything they want to do, 
and go free. No. It's between them and their God. It's between them and God. And my Bible said, don't, 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 don't be too much in a haste to, to preach, to teach, to be master because they receive greater, what? Judgment. Meaning that there are some that are going to be judged greater than others. What is between the Bible? So there are some things, amen, there are some things that you may do, right, and it will, it will, it will pass. But those ministry, those teaching, it will not pass. Are you still with me? But it's none of your business. Amen. Are you hearing me? It's none of your business. Judging them. Pointing out. Being offended at them. Jesus said it. Blessed are they that are not offended in me. You are blessed if you are not offended. If you don't use insolent words against them. Amen. Why, why would Jesus even say that? Because let me tell you something, right? It's, the devil makes it so easy for people to be offended in the leadership and at the anointed. Sometimes when you look at it, when you look at it carefully, you don't even understand why this will make somebody take the step they are taking. Are you still hearing me? Politicians do worse. Politicians do worse. But they are leaders. So. And they will be judged for being as leaders. Glory to God. So, for even what you wear, right? I have been judged for what I wear. I have been judged for my haircut. I have been judged for not even cutting the hair. I was going, one, I was going to one place one time. And I know that they are a little bit... They are a little bit in the former area. So I decided to, you know, those British suits that are, everything is straight. There is no hair. And I had those British suits then. But as long as I gave me some, right? That before we got married. So they were just so straight. I'm about if you wear the suit there, there is no style. Like that. It's like from up to down like that. And I'm serious. So I allow my hair to be bushy. Like I just, I, I, I do not say that I cut hairstyle, right? I mean, I was just being scriptural. Let me say that to the Gentiles, be the Gentiles to win them. To the people under the law. So, if you want to do, I don't put makeup. I don't do anything. I will follow you, so I, I can win you. Say amen. amen. And God sees those sacrifices. Amen. And guess what? When I came, right? I came up stage and I started preaching and they were not receiving me. You know, can I, like a negative says, the ball was just bouncing. The, my message was just bouncing off them back to me like ball off the wall. I was really sweating. It wasn't working. I mean, nothing was working. I finished preaching and I was preaching at 53. I stayed in the area that. Even the white government church was saved. You know what I'm talking about? The death of Jesus Christ. 
She tried for me to lay hands. Nothing happened. Amen. It was empty hands on empty heads. Or full hand on empty hair. I don't even know. Something was empty somewhere. I don't have happened to be time and again. Sometimes you have, you have to just start um, looking to God. So I kept looking to God. Finally, God said, I should use Coke. After a while, I obey. The power of God came. So time has passed. You know, I, I came down again. Second time, I came again. Third time, they were getting testimony. So one day, and God let me to see something. One day, right, I came and we just sat down, right, and uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about. That's okay. We just sat down, and some of the group of people from the choir just came around, amen, and they were discussing. They were discussing among themselves. And I said, Reverend, we, we really love, love the anointing of God upon you. Particularly when you just pour coke and the power will come upon people. And I said, wow, and this is what I was trying to run away from. He said, that, that day, that, that, that first time you came to our church, that you climb up stage. Now listen. Say you climb up stage and you were smiling. And they said among themselves, even from that choir to the women's section. They said among themselves, where did where did Bishop went to get this one? That he just come here and just smiling. And they were offended. Do you know that was it? They smile. I said, Do you see my hairstyle? On my straight suit. Everything was made to please you guys. My smile. I said, do you know why I was smiling? They said, no. I said, I was shy. And I usually cover it with a smile. And when I start speaking, and I know they come upon me, it will go. But with you guys, They are not say there. I don't mean, you're on your own. <laughs> I just struggled. I told myself, as I was preaching, I told myself, I will never preach in this church again. As I was preaching. As I was laying my hand on, on the sick, I told myself, I will never lay hands on anybody in this church again. I was just waiting for you to finish. So I will go. Thank God I came with my car. Then God told me, anoint them with coke. And funny enough, what I thought you people will fight the most is what people accepted. Listen, it's so easy. I've seen it happen. It's so easy. You can drive into town, right? They'll all get angry and say, ah, look at, where did we get the money to buy the car he's using? And they're offended. Have you seen the suit he's wearing? He's stealing money from the he's stealing money from the church. As soon as we said that, if you go to that church, you see the, what that pastor is wearing. I say, is it what he's wearing? You went to look at. It is easy. We need to realize it. Why? Because the devil is behind it. Things can be misunderstood. Do you know there's one time? You know, I mean, you know this song, Romans sixteen nineteen says. Be excellent, then them at what is good. You know this song, eh? We know this song, eh? This song, 
Innocent song. We used to sing this song in Angba. Do you know how people were hearing it? They were hearing romance. They said, eh? That church, their own is too much. They don't even hide it anymore. Church of my mother, church of uh, other children, they don't hide anymore. They will say, romance, 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 romance. And the girls will be dancing, the boys will be dancing. And they will be doing all the bad, bad things. Do you know the day I had it there? Do you know? I almost swallowed my Adam's out and say, What? Exactly. When I would think about it, I said, I said, we're saying about the person that told me, right? I know some of you had it. The way I died, I say, Amen, he had it. <laughs> but you know who told me? One of mommy's, mommy's uh, brother, one of the guys, is it mommy's, um, uh, mommy's sister's son? I think he, he, they used to stay down that um, GRA. It was the day he told me, I said, do you know what we're saying? We're saying romance. The book of Romans. 16. Verse 19. He said, he said oh my God. That's what he said. I said, open it. I said, you are hearing romance, romance. Do you hear what they're saying? Be excellent at what is good. Be innocent of evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. He said, no, we did, 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 we already heard that. We're just hearing romance, romance, romance. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. People can easily be offended. And they can carry news. Eh? And you know, even as I told him, right? Probably there are some people today that will not believe that say, no, ah. Ah, there was other, they would just say, yeah, church of Satan. All immorality is there. They would just be saying it. Church of Bilewa. Glory to God. I say, glory to God. You need to realize that. That's why I keep my, I keep my conscience clear. Right? I keep my conscience clear. I try, I, be, I, 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 I make myself innocent of anything. You see, except God tell me something, I don't read me into things. Say amen. amen. I don't read me into, it, into things. God has to tell me. Right? And if God doesn't tell me it's happening, right? He says, don't receive an accusation against any elder until two or what? Three witnesses. Glory to God. What I'm saying, that the reason why it has destroyed so many people's ministry. They, they live in, the, in unbelief. They live in bitterness and strives. They, they, they speak what they ought not to speak. Say amen. amen. Gift and callings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Right, I'll say some things. I want you all read some of this thing. I say I'll try to get up to see exactly. I'll you all read some of it and I'll you all pick up from where God wants me to pick up from. Right. One, one of the first things I said, we'll recap a little bit. One of the first things I say that eh, many people live and die without entering to the first phase of their ministry. Many live and die without entering the first phase of their ministry. Because many, many break ranks. 
I like what Kenega says. Say a need is not a calling. A need is not a calling. Just because you saw a need of people being taught, doesn't mean you are called to teach them. A need is not a calling. God, God called people genuinely and anointed them to do things. Give them gifts. It's one calling, different gifts. So, you, you ask yourself, you ask yourself, okay, what is it that God wants me to do? What I'm doing? Why am I doing it? We have plans, right? It's good. But you see, it's not our plans. It's God's plan. And even though you have God's plan, you must pursue it. Amen. With the right motive. With God's motive. And you must pursue it the right way. I told you that they are saying, you should look what Canadian book, Plan, Purpose, Pursuit. It's one of the most criticized books that is written by him. But it will bless you. God knows what he says there. goes contrary to what a lot of churches do and practice. But truly, read it to bless you. Glory to God. Why, why, why am I teaching? Why am I preaching? You see, I told I talked about breaking right earlier on. Listen, God told Joshua, I mean Moses. You see, come and I'll show you the pattern in which you build. You see, Moses is the leader. God gave Moses the pattern. God gave Moses the vision. Aaron was older than Moses. God didn't say, okay, bring Aaron your senior brother. He's more older. He's been the wiser. No. He gave what? Moses. Even in, 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 the, in, in the army, right? In the time of war, the general, they are what? They are the ones that bring the strategy. Right? Then the others follow. They may not even enter the war, but they bring the strategy. That is their own, that is their own work. Those executives are not saying, oh eh, this is how we want to do it. Eh. <laughs> they will court martial you there and there, they will shoot you. And we are in the army of the Lord. We don't break ranks. You know, one time, um, Bishop David told me a story after we went to, when I, the first time I went to Rabbi in, um, in Tosa. I went for the uh, Winter Bible Seminar, the first program I attended there. Right. So, during, in, the, in between the program, we would drive around the town, right, had so much of broken arrow that you wanted to just, the place you had so much about is just one small place. My, it was even so small when Rema came there. It was so small, they didn't have a post office. So they had to get their post office in Tosa. So people can't think that Tosa and Broken Arrow are the same. No. Broken Arrow is different. It was like a small hamlet close to Tosa. So they went to get their box from Tosa. So he took me around. So as he was taking me around, he now pointed one. There was one big structure, big ministry. We didn't, come, we didn't go into it, but from afar off. He said, that ministry, he said, it's called something grace. I said, wow, I would love to go there. He said, no, 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 that. So he now said, ah, 
that you see? Let me tell you what happened about that. That means he started. I said, go ahead. See, that guy used to work with Kenneth Hagen. Right? And he was very, very good. And Kenneth Hagen really loved him. I'm expecting. Right? So there's one thing. Kenneth Hagen asked that uh, he wanted some, he wanted to, there are some things he wanted to do. And he wants leaders to fit into them. People that he will train them and fit into them. That he will pay them. So, um, he said, okay. So the guy went out and got people, right? And many of them had good jobs. And even the money that Rema was planning to pay was not really much. But some of them left their job and said, that, okay, they, uh, they would love to work with Kenneth here again and everything. And they will take any money you know, pay them. So he got some people, right? So, and they all, they all resigned their job and they're all waiting. So, days turn to weeks, right? Weeks turn to months. And I ask, he will come and ask Papa Hagen, he said, he's still praying about it. That's why he said, pray about it. Then later on, can I get an answer the Kai? That he now came and said, oh, I don't want so amount of people anymore. I just want so amount of people. I have cut down the amount of people he wanted. So the man said that he had, he said, the man said that he had already gone to um, employ people and, and they have all left their job waiting. And again, I said, I say, oh, he's very sorry. But he is the one that has the strategy. He's the one that God speaks to. He is the one that obeys his instruction. And right now, this is what he wants. So, and that's what is going by. So the man said that. And I said, okay, no problem. He now, and I came, later I came and said, he's very sorry, he's going to have to resign. Because he, he will have to accommodate these people. So that's how he resigned. Right? I went down. They have, there was, it was, it was a faith thing and went and started something about grace. And the ministry became very, very big, actually. Yeah, he got them. So I do know. When it, uh, the lady told me this thing, I thought about it for a very long time. Now I talk about leadership in the body of Christ. I thought about it for a very long time. I mean, for weeks, for months. I think when I returned back, it took me time. Then I first told Nuka, I said, look at this story that I was told. But you see, there's something that kept jumping at me. Right? I am the leader. I am the one with the strategy. I am the one with the strategy. And it's the way God showed me. You see, nobody came and met Moses and said, ah, everyone came and said, hey, Moses, this is your measurement. It's good though. Can we all make it a little bit bigger? Or come and say, hey, Moses, ah, in, the, in the wilderness, tent in the wilderness, this, this is a movable tent because anytime they have to move, they have to pack it up. Let's make it smaller. That may be wise, but that's not God's plan. Say amen. amen. That may be wise, but that's not God's plan. And if we are going to follow the leader, then we are going to learn to follow the instruction without second guessing. You have to learn to trust. Because sometimes, some of the things will the decision may not even make much sense, but you have to do what? Trust. Tell them about trust. trust. I didn't hear you. Say trust. trust. Shout it out now. Say trust. trust. 
I think we did it here one time. Trust the leader. I think Joe used to come, to, come on some of those uh, yes, games. Right? Can we do one again? Where they come? Let me deal with you a little bit. Trust. And I'm going to call your brothers. Where is uh, Ochine? I'm, I'm about to give birth. Come, come, come. Energy, come. It's so they can show themselves very well. So if they show him, talk. I will ask you to close your eyes. I could have just tied your face, but I will ask you. You have to trust the leader. I didn't hear the amen. amen. You have to trust the leader. Amen. You see, I still didn't hear the amen. amen. If that my message today is a little bit. Let me hear you, Sokoto, say amen. amen. And then, uh, but then you are going to fall upon. Close your eyes very well, though. don't look behind. You guys come here. Don't, don't make him feel you. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I don't know, I know you don't know where you are. If you know where you are, game is there. But just trust, trust me now. Just trust me. I want you without thinking, you'll fall straight backward. <laughs> I told you, I'm not going to catch him because they can't they run away. I think you're not broken by this thing. Trust. When they know they will catch him, it's trust. But, <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's me you trust. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Okay, so I like when they see that. So can you just trust me? Can you just trust me in POP? That's what you say, man. Can you just trust me in POP? The person that I choose there. Trust me in emoji, the person that is there. Trust me in healing kids, the person that is there. Trust me in the ocean, the person that is there. The first time I picked leaders in Zaria, right, we in fellowship then, Kavanaugh Fellowship. Some of the God's uncle. You know what I mean? God's uncle. They came and met me and said, ah, I don't I can remember very well. I can call it Philip. God, I've told that before. Because I picked Mommy Eli to be the leader of the Levites. What I say? You know, Eli, Mommy Eli is very faithful. He's very committed. Bad. I know this person is telling me, is Mommy Eli's very good friend? He said, no, no. He's, 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 she's, she's not proactive. She's not this. She's not that. I say, that is my choice. Well, you see, she entered into that position, and that uh, the group grew. Big, great result. Years later, the same person, when Mommy Lee was graduating, the same person, be careful, people can make you go to hell. <laughs> I've always said this thing. The same person come and say, wow, man, that, I don't think there's anybody that was good for this job, but, but, uh, but Mommy Lee. I remember, I said, you told me. He said, thank God you didn't listen to me. That's what he said. But then they were behaving as though, ah, you don't want to listen to us, but ah, we know what we are talking about. I was the youngest among all of them. But the leadership authority came upon me. It's not in age. It's not in age. 
And then when I became the, the, the leader of the pastor of Samana Fellowship, we were only three. Three. People were so angry, people were so offended, or people have left fellowship. We were only three. I invited, I, Yinka is so offensive. So I invited him to stay in his house. He came with Owen. Owen was staying in his house. He came with Owen and somebody else. So we were six. Plus me, seven. So three members, three invitees. Right? And the person being ordained. I went to borrow his uh, boom bus. So we can, because he had this big one. You can just connect microphone to it. And so that's what we used. Amen. But by the time I was handing over the fellowship, right, handing over, right, we're over 200. It grows. Every living thing do what grows. And you know what I said? When they start growing and start making results, even all the people that you're offending are left, came back. So when you're choosing leader now, they were now what? Advising. You know, I'm sure if we were around earlier on, who would have been the one that would have been the leader? You were not around. And I was chosen. <laughs> Amen. I probably if they were around, probably I wouldn't have been chosen. But they were not around. So now you come, right? I welcome you, but I'm the leader. Say amen. amen. I am the leader. Glory to God. And that's how my leadership I've always I've continued to today. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. When you live and die, retire into the first federal minister. You already done. My time's almost gone. Don't mess around with holy things. The calling is holy. Say amen. amen. Now, thirdly, you don't jump steps. You don't jump what? Steps. You see, ministerial, ministerial calling, right? Time is needed for it to grow. Faithfulness. Glory to God. You can see Juanita jumping around there, right? But it, she, you know, time is needed for her to grow. A time will come. She will grow. She will mature. She will have her own children. Amen. But time is needed. Time is needed. You, and you don't jump steps. Say amen. You don't jump steps. You need that experience. That preparation time is part of all those years you are going through that preparation time. It's part of the training. It's part of the you learn you have lessons from them. One campaign, somebody's in Zaria, somebody told the story of how uh, they did an experiment uh, from, uh, from uh, the, the butterfly. From the last stage, that pooper right to the butterfly, where it break out of the shell, right? So, they saw the, the, the one of the pooper broken out. They allowed it, it was breaking, breaking, breaking. The other one, they used some instrument and helped it. As it's breaking out, they helped it, it's removing all those shells. Right. Afterwards, this one could fly. The one that did not help could fly. The one that they, they helped couldn't fly. They now discover that that struggle he was going in breaking out of the shell was part 
of it, making the wind to be strong. Some of those things you go to during preparation time, right? It's part of the training to make you strong. Where you are looking for 300 naira to pay for venue. Right? And you can't get 300 naira. And you are believing God. And God is asking you that uh, you should add another, another <laughs> add Wednesday. And you are having cold sweat. Because of 600 naira to pay venue in a week. 600 naira. What is the whole story is that? That is my story. When people said that, I think God is telling us to start Wednesday service. I said, shut, shut up. God, God was already dealing with me. I didn't want to answer. God said, I said, shut up. And he just kept quiet. I was a leader now. Later on, God said, you have to start. Even the 300 every Sunday is too difficult to get. It's part of the training lesson. It's part of the training lesson. So now, if they say, bring 10 million for a venue, it don't shake anymore. Because the same faith that bought the 300 naira, 1993, 1994. That same faith will bring 2021 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 10 million. Are you still with me? I remember the first time we bought church car, right? We saw that, that, that 504, 90 bucks, 90,000 naira, 90,000 Right? And they kept the car in our house, but took the key and the papers. I didn't want the car to be in there because they can remove things. I didn't want the key to be with me because I could drive it. So we have the car. They have the keys and the papers. But it helped us because anytime we wake up, we see the car, we are confessing. Because that car, right? Sometimes I gave them 500 bucks, 500 naira. Sometimes I give them two thousand naira. Anytime they come, I give somebody. They are like that. You are buying this car, so you are buying tomato. <laughs> I remember him saying that. I said, "Don't worry, your money will be completed very soon." And when it's completed, I collect the key. But like joke, like joke, eh? One month turned to two months. The day campaign was to start, right? That was the day we paid the last money. And we gladly collected the key. And to our car, the pride. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm telling you, is not what I'm looking for to buy a car to do. Glory to God. But somebody came into my house to give me something. He said, ah, maybe I don't have so many cars. I said, I said yeah, yeah. I said, before camp meeting, there were more. I gave them out. I said, car is not an issue. I told you, it's not. Say amen. amen. It's not. That faith that we're doing then, everything, that 96, 97, I don't know what time. You see, it was part of the training. You may say, ah, God, God was just showing these guys. So, no, God wasn't showing us. God was, God was making us to learn how to use our faith. Now we can use our faith. Anywhere we go to, we can use our faith. Don't job the process. Say amen. 
I'm going to hear your amen today. I don't understand what's happening. Okay, I'm just coming back from a journey. Anytime I come back, I have to get used to your amen. Abuja, Abuja boys, the bigger boys. Let me hear you say, let me hear you say amen. Let me hear you in Sokoto. Say amen. Amen. Better. Glory to God. <laughs> With gifts comes what? Responsibility to answer the call and exercise your gift. Look, with every gift God gave you, it comes responsibility. You are responsible to use that gift to answer the call. You can think you are responsible to use that gift. Don't bury that talent. Glory to God. You can write, you are responsible to use that talent. Don't bury it. Stepping on people's toes right now, so it's good. So many people are so gifted and talented, but they're not using their gift and, and talent. They're not using it for what God has given them for. Don't be like, don't be like that one talent guy that went and buried his talent. I know it, it's only a lot of people that say, ah, it's only one I have. And that only one you have, you are not using it. The guy that have five is using the whole five. And don't be that guy that said that he has hidden talent. And when they say that you have hidden talent, say yes, say what are they? Say he doesn't know. They are hidden. <laughs> don't be that man. Bring that hidden talent out. Bless something for me, please. Responsibility to use your gift. Amen. Glory to God. Time is required for gifts to develop. You can't put a novice in office. You know, I, 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 this particular one, right? I have learned from it the hard way. I know sometimes you don't listen to God. You, you learn it from it the hard way. So, fire a bomb in this one. Yeah, so I am I am very, very particular about this one. I'll not put a novice. I'll never again put a novice in a place of authority. Because they are what? Children. I know, you know, you know, characteristics of babies, babies, children. Can you see where the, the children are staying in church today, right? This after this evening, I think you are hearing a lot of noise. That is characteristic of children. On Sunday, entered especially the, the younger class enter their class. Anytime I enter, they said, "Let me people have grace." That's why I just say, "Just people have grace," because as nobody is shouting, somebody is crying, somebody is rolling to another person, nobody is hitting the wall, somebody is. So that will be my office, and since it's, it's, it's uh, wood that separate us. They'll be, they'll be banging, they'll be banging, bang, bang, bang. I said, I said, please, Richard, go and tell them. Or oh, lucky. Say, stop banging, please. You want visitors here. And sometimes you know what they do, they just run into the world. Bah. They go back here. Run, bah. They're just children. You see, when you see spiritual children, now you hear shouting, crying. Complaining, running to people. Uh, 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 auntie, Auntie, he took my pen. 
Spiritual children. Auntie, auntie, uh, pastor, pastor, he took my seat. Spiritual children. I have, I have my own seat in church. He took my seat. Spiritual children. Uh, pastor, pastor, I'm not happy. I was trying to talk to that girl on Valentine's Day. And I told my friend, before Valentine, he went and talked to the girl. Children. Children. No, I'm pretty well, I'm pretty well. I said, I said, bro, if the girl had his own voice and followed him, worry not. Your deliverance had announced himself. I'm serious. I'm not afraid of that. If I want to go and talk to her and somebody rush me and and talk, and you follow the person, then you are not my wife. Say amen. amen. They are dead for the past two years. You have not spoken to that brother. They are married, though. They have children. That's that they, they, they marriage will not be successful. It became successful. They will not have children. They gave birth. The children will be sick. The children is healthy. Have you not learned to move on? You are still there beefing. You'll be surprised. The, the children will be, be top in their class. They will make it. And when you come to heaven, you see them in heaven with their mansion. And you are still beefing throughout the whole time. Because the brother, uh, uh, you actually told him yes. But he, he, when, you, when you told him, his eyes open, say, hey, is that Sister Jane? You want to go and talk to her? Wow. Then he just said, I, I didn't even know this guy even exists in church. Uh, okay. When, when I go to Valentine's Day, okay. A day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> The guy carried flower. I said, Oh, baby, oh, baby, you rock my wall. There are other sisters. Even though you don't want to say amen, stay okay. It is well. But you don't put children in place of authority. And time, time, time passes. I was talking to my nephew, right? Uh, uh, great when I saw him. I mean, when you just saw him, you just call me. I said, ah. Don't allow his height, his beauty deceive you. Eh? Yeah, he's large, but he's still a child. I said, How old are you? Is it 13? How old is it? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, go with 14. Is it 13? I said, 13. But you see him coming. Uh-uh. Don't allow. So that's how some people are spiritually. <laughs> they are yours big. They can put 15 scriptures. Don't be deceived by the scripture they are quoting. Don't. None of those scriptures are here. None of them are past reach anywhere. God, when they face the adversity of life, you know, there's nothing there. Hot air. You see them crying. Say, what are you crying? And, uh, people don't realize something. That's how the responsibility of leadership is. Right? Leadership make you responsible. We're coming from Kaduna. And the uh, said, ah, he just, we're eating, we're eating Kaduna. He'll say, ah, he loved church. I said, what do you like about church here today? Say, what do you like? He said, because prayer worship was going on, nothing had to do with her. 
leadership. You see what she is talking about? Is the responsibility of leadership. If the Buddha here, right? Everything, everybody like the way. Even when she was not around, if they didn't sing well, they will call her. So she has to think, she has to get if everybody if, responsibility. I know the the, the the sad thing. I'll stop here. I'll stop here. I may drop it. You know the sad thing. The sad thing is that people run away from responsibility. It's so sad. God, yes. What, what did Paul say? Paul said that the cares of all the churches. That responsibility. It wants to come upon you, but you have to stand in faith. I don't know what, what Ogbert was doing. Ogbert came to church. My wife came to church. Two of them just entered the car and drove up and left their children. And, and uh, when, they, when, they started, when they just went around, just came. Where's my daddy? I said, they have gone out. And I, when I said they have gone out, as though that was, he said, okay. He just, no, he didn't cry. He just attached himself to me. Anywhere I go, he just go. Even when I sat down, I sat down, right? He was, he was playing his game. Well, right in between my legs, playing his game. I was sitting down. Even Bobby, Bobby said, what happened? Like, you have two friends today. I said, we are friends. The parents are not in church. The guy is smart. My parents are not in church. Here it is, where I'm staying. So the responsibility. He now say, Reverend, I want to wee wee. I said, okay. How is this done now? Amen. <laughs> I don't know how the ball has done that. So that turned to Arame. I said, Arame, carry Ubane to go and wee wee. Arame said, why should I have to follow him? <laughs> because I say so. <laughs> so he laughed. Arame didn't want to go, but I said, because I say so. Carry him to go and wee wee. He said, he can do it himself. I said, carry him to go and wee wee. You are a single brother. Feel responsibility. So they went to the bathroom, came back. When they came back, and I said, the Arab, so what happened to you? Did your heart fall out? Did your nose fall out? He just needed your help. But I spoke out. I don't need his help. I said, oh. Why did you tell me what will be? I remember saying that he always announces it. <laughs> I said, okay. I have learned. Next time I'm with him and he announces it, I said, go to the bathroom. <laughs> but you see, the way Arab was trying to dodge responsibility, but what we are seeing with many people in church. Many people in church. They want to, they, ah, if I'm not the leader, I must be in all the services. Yes. I must come early. Yes. Now, I have to be dealing with you. Yes. And not only you, you have to deal with you also. And I'm better than Joe. Nobody say yes. Are you afraid of him? <laughs> He's better than me. I'm better than him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will still travel, man. 
<laughs> no, I, I think I'm better than you. Yeah, I think so. I think. But if I don't know about you can be so strict. I might go strict yet. My strictness, I'm not wondering why it have failed me. In Zaria, it was in Zaria, I'm standing in front of church many times now, you don't come late. One day, tell us, Ziggy, ask her, he said, she was running, running. Right? I stood. As I stopped, tell her, you are late, stand. He stand, she stood. Then another person came from the newcomer's class. I said, oh, you are welcome to church. Please enter. He said, Kai, it, it's good not to be a leader. <laughs> I remember I was like, I said, no, it's good to be a leader, but you must come early. They are not leaders. They will call him. They come fifteen minutes to the end of service. I will still hug them. But you cannot do that. Responsibility of leadership. Don't run away from it. It's the same thing. You see, we are talking about leadership in church, gift and calling. But it's the same thing with parenting. All these people now, right, that have children, they understand what I'm saying. There's a bit upon them. What your next life will soon change. Huh? All you're dancing with your, your girl around my mouth. My, my wife, it will soon change. And that baby come about that, but you'll be chatting and that. Sometimes, man, I say, ah, this boy didn't allow us to be in that. I say, man, they're just starting. They're just starting. I'll be praying and be laying hands on him, amen. I imagine the bed will stand. A bed told me one day when we were in Park, he stood all through the night, evergreen. This baby we see right now. Everybody say, everybody say, as though he knows. He will stop crying. Everybody say, the moment his bomb just touch the mattress, everybody just start shouting. He had to stand. And after, in the morning, he will now give the baby to the wife, and the baby will now dress up and go to presidency. That time, okay, presidency. And work. Responsibility as a father. Before then, he will sleep. So, leadership comes with what? Responsibility. And be ready to show that it. Don't run away. I've seen people run away. And it's sad. Glory to God. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.